roll camera. Mics up. And action. Live from Australia, streaming around the world. Around the world. The most cinematic podcast of your week awaits. This is Bottomless Popcorn with your host, Morgan Brown. Hey everyone, I am Morgan and this is another episode of Bottomless Popcorn. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the show again. Uh, This week on the show, we have a really good friend of mine. Uh, Her name is Sydney Strew. She is a professional performer and figure skater with uh, Disney on Ice. She's currently on a bit of a break right now between uh, touring destinations. So she's, she's agreed to sit down with us and discuss her four favorite films. Um, Sydney and I met uh, working together on a Disney on Ice production um, and she's a really great girl and I'm really excited to sit down with her and uh, discuss her her four favourite films. So let's get straight into it. Please welcome Sydney Strew. Hi, I'm Sydney and the last movie I watched was Cruella, actually on the airplane back from my Disney on Ice tour in Abu Dhabi. Very good. But on an airplane is the absolute worst way to see a movie, wouldn't you agree? I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad. And the headphones were very bad quality, but the movie was still good. It was. It is a good movie. How are you doing? What's going on? Yeah, not much. Just hanging out. What about you? Not much. You've got six weeks off now, right? Before you head back on tour with uh, Disney on Ice again, yeah? So Long, you're just filling in some time, doing some study and some podcasts in between while you're waiting at home back in uh, Berlin. Exactly. Yep. You know it. Trying to think of an intro for this movie, uh, for this not this movie, for this uh, podcast. And I didn't know how to start it because I was going to say I met Sydney in 2017 when we were both on the same tour. But that isn't true because I don't actually think we spoke to each other at all on that tour because <laughs> I was so starstruck because I've never met a movie star before because I don't know if everyone yeah. knows this about you, but the villain in the Da Vinci Code was actually played by you. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was her. But yeah, so then we've been on a couple of tours. No, we've just been on one other tour together, but we spoke on that one and became quite good friends. A little bit. A little bit. I don't know how. Um, Sydney, we're going to go to the movies today because you told me your four favorite movies. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go to the cinema. But before we go and sit in the cinema, we're going to stop at the candy bar or the concession stand. Well, what's the word for it in Germany? I don't know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> are you even German? German? Oh my God. No. But what snacks are you going to get from the candy bar? <clears throat> Normally I get nachos. Nachos with cheese and candy. I actually love candy. everything. It's basically my favorite part of going to the movies is just getting the food. And then the food. most of the time I have finished it before the movie starts. Oh, you just smash it all in the trailers and then you have to go back out before it starts a second time. Well, I would like to, but I'm really cheap, so I I, I never do. And I just regret my choices for the rest of the movie. And then I like can't really concentrate on what's happening in the movie because I was thinking about how angry I am that I have no food left. Yeah. Do you get a drink when you go to the movies as well? Because I always Typical. make the wrong Most decision when time... one that's too big. Yeah, I most of the time don't because then I have to pee and then I have to leave. You know, so I must sometimes I just sneak my own in. Don't tell anyone. A little badass here, everyone. I don't know if anyone knew that, but we're a proper badass on this episode. 
you want to uh, you and one other person so far have confessed to sneaking food into the cinema so i mean i hope the police don't I mean, see this but um it's not looking good for you guys I, if think do, I think everyone does it whoever doesn't admit it is just lying hey can you remember can you remember the first movie that you ever saw at the movies yes it was shrek really yep yes. what a good one my parents yeah, my parents never took us to the movies because it was too expensive. He had a good day and he was like, let's go to the movies. And then we went to the movies. And by the time we got to the popcorn, he was already just like bitching the whole time because it was so expensive to buy us all popcorn. And then he was angry all day for taking us to the movies. But anyway, the movie was great. And I remember it as if it were yesterday. Shrek. Mm-hmm. Very good. That is a great movie. And that would be the best to see as your first time at the movies too. That would have been so cool. That would have been great. Um, What's a movie that you remember seeing, but more for the experience around seeing it rather than the actual movie that you saw? I watched The Lion King live action in South Africa, which was really cool because we had just been um, to the like lion... I don't even know what it's called, like but we saw baby was... cubs. Yeah, yeah right. we like got to hold the baby cubs and pet them. And then a few days after we watched this movie and it was insane because we, it, it felt so real. Like you were in Africa, you had just seen lions in real life. And then the movie was like, I mean, the movie was great. I loved it because I love the Lion King in general, but the fact that it was just so much more real because you were basically there. It's cool. That's awesome. You would love that. I can imagine that would have been that would have been like going from a safari to then going to see the movie would have been amazing. That would have been great. Would that would have been a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. Um, if movies are like based on books or novels and comics and stuff, do you take any notice of that? Like, do you read books and then go see films? Are you like that at all? And no, couldn't give a shit. No, I, I think my whole life already, people have been telling me that the books are always better than the movies, but I have not once actually one time I read The Fault in Our Stars. I saw the movie first and then I read the book and I actually really liked the book. But that was the only time I don't really read books. Yeah. I always, people, everyone always says that like, oh, the book's better than the movie. But it just, the movie goes for like two hours and a book goes for like yeah. a lot more. Exactly. So, and, and there's pictures. Yeah, exactly. Like this podcast, if you're watching on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, so the <laughs> your first trailer is for Marley and Me. Woke up to a kiss from Marley, went for a walk that turned into a run, took an airboat ride, wrote a column about the death of the Everglades, planted an orange tree in the backyard, threw sticks for Marley in the park, watched him swim in the bay, watched him steal some guy's frisbee, bought a new frisbee for the guy, gave Marley a bath, went to work with writer's block, hoped for inspiration to strike, nada. Got a new shirt, got a new keyboard, got the same old paycheck. Went windsurfing with Sebastian, met his new girlfriend, Sasha, met his other new girlfriend, Angie. Watched models posing in the surf, wrote a column about the growth of South Beach, interviewed Gloria and Emilio Estefan at the Cardoso Hotel, introduced him to Jenny who gushed like a teenager, went shopping at the mall, bought a sharper image pillow, slept like a baby, caught Marley eating the pillow, hid the evidence from Jenny, cleaned up Marley's vomit in the kitchen, helped Jenny make dinner, overcooked the spaghetti, got into a food fight, proofread Jenny's column, 
but Sebastian's latest opus. Went running with Marley to burn off frustration. Didn't see him chew through the leash. Chased him 15 blocks. Had to call Jenny for a ride. Wrote a column about gas prices. Wrote a column about water prices. Found one tiny orange on our tree. Jenny very pleased with herself. Found my first gray hair. Found Jenny's first gray hair. Bought Jenny flowers. Rescued our new mailman from Marley. Rescued a UPS guy from Marley. Well, I love dogs. I have a little puppy myself, and little every Sadie. time I watch that movie, little Sadie, I, I don't know, I just get all the feels so cute, and we just don't deserve dogs, and I love that movie. That is such a good movie, but gets everyone every time at the end. It's unreal. It does. And you know it's coming every time, and it gets you every yep. time, and it's it such does. a good movie. Yeah. Um. Do you know that there was 22 dogs used to play Marley across the entire length of the film? No, that's really cool. Interesting. 22. And it's based on a book, which you wouldn't have known about because you don't read them. Uh, but the author of the book has a cameo appearance as uh, owner of a Cocker Spaniel during one of the dog training classes throughout the film. Aww. So that's his little into the introduction into the film but the film is also as we were just saying because of its ending constantly appears on saddest lists of movies of all time and i think that is kind of a shame because i think it's that's a part of the movie but it isn't like the feel of the whole movie like the whole thing yeah yeah it's not a sad movie it has a sad sad ending yeah but it isn't a sad movie but yeah but I feel like it's so, like, that one part is so sad that it, it's like, just, just takes over everything that happened before because you're just like, oh, my God, this poor little dog. Yeah. But yeah. I've got some more questions for you before we go on to your next couple of movies. And this one you can probably answer two ways. But what movie do you think has the best soundtrack and then, like, the best original score? So soundtrack as in, like, radio music songs and then original score, like the orchestra music that plays throughout a movie. Well, I think all the Disney movies have amazing songs, like Tarzan or The Lion King. I could listen to those soundtracks over and over again. Um, have you been on a show that did The Lion King before? Mm-hmm. You have? Were you yes. in that, that act? I in. Uh, yeah, I was a uh, leopard in the circle of life. Ooh, very cool. Yeah. So like Disney movies, like a lot of those musicals and stuff. Yeah. I mean, normal movies, I feel like I don't really pay that much attention to the music, but Disney movies are like about the music. Like you watch a Disney movie to see what kind of music, I mean, at least it used to be. Now, I guess they're um, steering away from that a little bit, but so like OG Disney movies all have amazing music. Even if you hear them 13, 14 times in a weekend, still yep. good. All right. Uh, what do you think is the best looking movie? So that can be like the camera moves and stuff are really cool or like everything inside the frame is really cool. Like all the costumes and all the like locations and all the design of the movie and stuff sticks out as being like really good looking to you. Well, that's another difficult question yeah. I don't really think I pay that much attention, but one time, actually the first 3D movie I saw in the movies was Avatar, yeah. and I thought that was insane. 
like the detailed work and how they like animated it but at the same time it was real like I don't know I thought that was very impressive and then obviously with 3D effects too it was like oh my god it's cool yeah that is a really good one I agree these are some easier ones I hope for you then but what is the funniest film that you've ever seen Elf I love Elf, Elf. the Christmas movie yeah yes so funny yeah that would be the first one that comes into my mind what's the saddest film that you've ever seen just to prepare me for these i can't answer these on the spot saddest movie well i mean marley and me obviously was very sad as we touched on also the lion king is pretty sad when his dad dies and he's like crying out i cried at that point titanic super dramatic and sad you know yeah there's probably a lot more out there. And as soon as we're finished, I'll be like, oh my God. I should have said this one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Let's go. What's the scariest movie that you've ever seen? Well, I don't really like watching scary movies by myself. Same. But probably the scariest one I've most recently watched was It. Oh, okay. Yeah. You don't like clowns clown and stuff like that? Or yeah. just yeah no it was like ridiculous i hated it so much um well there's this one lonely bones or i don't know the lovely bones i don't know what maybe is that is this about the the little girl um she gets abducted and yes the dad is looking the family is looking for her yes yes and it's like their neighbor or something yes that one is so bad yeah i don't know any (laughs) actor has a movie have you ever watched a movie and got mad watched like the movie made you mad by whatever's going on in it or you just didn't like it or there was something wrong that happened in the movie and it made you mad um all skating movies made ever oh <laughs> because they are all so unrealistic except the Itania movie that one was good but like all other movies that are about figure skating or supposedly about figure skating they're they're funny to watch because it's so ridiculous, but it also kind of makes me angry because it's so unrealistic. And I'm like, why aren't you working with actual skaters to tell you that that would never happen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like, what is like so unrealistic about them though? What is? Well, like, for example, there's this one movie called The Ice Princess. I think that's what it's called. And it's this girl that just started skating and she can barely forwards and then she starts taking lessons and she's like really good in physics so she develops this these formulas to better your jumps or spin faster and somehow applies it to herself and then all of a sudden she can do all these triple jumps and that just it's impossible right is this when we're working at disney on ice together i got told this and i it sounds true but i don't know if it is so i don't know if i got told a lie but is it true all spins are actually happening backwards? You're spinning mm. backwards on your blade, not forward? Well, I guess I guess technically I've never thought about it that way. But Oh, so it's even nice to you. Oof. I, I got that? told I didn't notice it. <laughs> and then someone said it to me. They're like, do you know all spins are happening backwards? And I was like, what? And I think about like the way they have to. That's the thing. Like there's forwards and backwards spins, but I don't think it's like jumps and spins. I think it means like they're talking about when you're like feet on the ice spinning, I guess. Yeah, when you're doing a spin. I I don't know the moves. Sometimes the weight 
is on like the back of your blade, but that doesn't mean it. Maybe someone will listen to this and be like, does she even skate? But <laughs> I've never heard of that before. Okay. So maybe you should ask your next guest. Okay. Well, I'll make sure it's someone from some sort of skating authority then, and we'll get to the bottom of this. If you could put yourself in a movie, like if there's a movie you really like and you wanted to be in it, you can replace yourself as a character in it or you just like where that movie is set and everything about what's in that movie. What movie would you put yourself in? When I was younger, I always wanted to be Jasmine in the movie Aladdin because I really wanted to fly on that magic carpet. And also Agrabah looked really cool with all the buildings. But actually yeah. now I just, as I said at the beginning, just came back from Abu Dhabi and it was kind of cool because it was similar buildings, like we were obviously in the Middle East. Um, but yeah, when I was younger, that was definitely like my biggest dream to be Jasmine and fly yeah, on the cool. magic carpet. Very cool. Have you got to do that yet or not? You know, unfortunately not. I really tried when we were in Abu Dhabi, but they didn't, didn't offer it because of COVID. Uh, classic stitch up. COVID just ruined mm -hmm. things for everyone. That's no good. I know. All right, let's move on to your second trailer. <clears throat> this is a really good one because I agreed with this one a lot. And it's the movie Inside Out. Uh, sorry, hold on. Hello? Wait, what? You're kidding. Uh, uh, stall for me. I'll be right there. The investor's supposed to show up on Thursday, not today. Uh, I gotta go. It's okay. We get it. You're the best. Thanks, hon. See you, sweetie. Dad just left us. Oh, he doesn't love us anymore. That's sad. I, I should drive, right? Joy, what are you doing? Uh, just uh, give me one second. Um, you know what I've realized? Riley hasn't had lunch, remember? Hey, I saw a pizza place down the street. Maybe we could try that. Pizza sounds delicious. Pizza? pizza. Yes, pizza. <laughs> right on, that's good. What the heck is that? Who puts broccoli on pizza? That's it. I'm done. Congratulations, San Francisco. You've ruined pizza. First the Hawaiians, and now you. This movie, actually, I watched with my high school psychology class in the movie Ooh. theater. Um, because we were learning about emotions. And she was like, I'm going to take you to the movies. And we are like, oh, this is going to be like the worst. You know, like when you go to the movies with school, normally it's like the worst films and you're like why are they even showing this so I thought it was one of those but then it was a Disney movie and I was like oh maybe this is actually going to be cool and then it was so it's such a good movie like for grown-ups too but then for kids like to better understand like how emotions are pro I mean obviously not in detail and with medical terms but they like you like understand oh okay so there's these kinds of feelings and this is why this happens I don't know and I thought it was really cool how they like um showed like the emotions being in there in her head like fighting about who's gonna win and then the I don't yeah. know it was just it was really great, clever great work and it's, it yeah. seemed like really high concept stuff for a kid's movie like because mm. like generally yeah. well, not generally but like animation and Disney seems to be more skewed at families and younger kids but everything in that movie seems like quite high concept for what is normally like the yeah. target audience but on yeah. top of what you were just saying how <clears throat> thought out it was all the emotions in the movie um the character's shape like resembles sort of resembles the emotion so um mm -hmm. 
Joy is based like her her shape if she's like stood out and extended is a star, and mm. sadness is a teardrop. Anger mm-hmm. is like a fire brick. Fear mm-hmm. is like a raw nerve, like a really thin, like dangly uh, thing. And disgust is like a piece of broccoli. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so there's also a scene in this which is so cool where all the memories kind of have little visions or like little scenes. It doesn't go into them, but you can see what they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some really keen like Disney nerds have looked into this. And one of the memory balls in Riley's head uh, has memories of Carl and Ellie from Up's uh, wedding. Yeah. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah. I think I've seen like a video on that. And yes. they're like, did you notice these scenes in other Disney yeah. movies? Yeah. That's in there. And then, so all the so cool. all the Pixar movies too, which I didn't know this, I think, until fairly recently, but like reference the next Pixar film somewhere mm. in it. So this one, uh, Riley has another memory that they're looking at and she's on a road trip with her parents and they've pulled over somewhere and they're taking a photo with these dinosaur statues and the dinosaurs are the statues of the two main characters from the next Pixar movie, which was called The Good Dinosaur. I haven't seen that movie, but Neither. it's like that apparently is the connection to the next film from that one. But Inside yeah. Out is great. I agree. That one is yeah. so good. And I don't know. I think when people talk about Pixar movies, a lot of people forget about that. I don't know why. It was a really successful like Pixar movie, but a lot of people still are just, yep, Toy Story. And I think this film is a lot better. Better than Toy Story, yeah. Yeah. Because it actually has meaning. Like you you learn something while you're watching it. It's not just talking toys. But it's funny too. Like it is funny. Yeah. There's a, the scene at the end where Riley, um, the girl, the main girl that's head we're in the whole time, bumps into the boy who drops his sports mm-hmm. bottle at the hockey rink. And she gives him his yeah. bottle and then it goes into his head and all his emotions are just flipping out, screaming, it's a girl, yeah. it's a girl, which is yeah. just so clever. And they show what happens when you get brain freeze, when she has a slushy and everything in her yeah. head. Like, yeah, no, it's so, so good. It's very I clever. I agree. Um, I've got a couple more questions for you then. We'll move on again. Um, has a movie, do you think, ever changed your life? Like, do you think you've watched a movie and then been like, hmm, I don't know if I'll change the way I live my life now that I've seen this one. Well, a movie, not really, but this one time I watched a Netflix documentary about high-performance athletes, and it was this research that supposedly was done on how your performance enhances if you eat vegan, and that you shouldn't eat meat as an athlete because it, like, your blood doesn't like your body doesn't recover as fast. So anyway, I really decided that I needed to be vegan after I watched that. It only lasted for four days, but I tried. tried and <laughs> I, I don't know what it was, but I, I was so like, oh my God, I need to be vegan. Like, I don't know how I did that. But anyway, so that happened, but with a movie, maybe like The Blind Side, when that really rich family like 
adopts the poor boy and I don't know that made me want to be a better person too I'm like wow the world is like such a horrible place and there needs to be more people that would do that but I mean I, don't, I wouldn't consider that like changing my life but it made me think um do you try and watch movies that get good reviews or ratings and then do you watch them and if you do sorry if you do watch them do you think that's a good indication like of their quality like do you seem do you think you agree with films that are winning awards and getting good reviews um I actually never look at the reviews or anything I have this one friend she's obsessed with oh she won a Grammy and this one whatever like I don't even know what the prizes are called that's how much I don't know about it um and she's like oh we have to watch this movie it won so many awards for example La La Land and she was so obsessed with this movie she's like oh it's the best one all these actors and so I watched it and I hated it honestly that's one of my least favorite movies I love the soundtrack but the movie is so boring sorry if anyone loves that movie but I don't and so in my opinion those ratings really don't mean anything also these people judging these movies are looking at things that I would never even think about for me it's important that a movie has like a good storyline that it's maybe funny or and I don't care about the actors either like if there's a new movie with like this big actor and everyone's like oh I need to watch this movie because he's in it I'm like I don't even know who that is you know just like (laughs) very good okay very good I am the same I don't think I watch or sorry read or look up reviews and stuff but sometimes I'll go and see a movie and then after I've seen it I'll look at them and just be like I wonder Mm. if people agreed with what I thought yeah about it but you're also like more of an expert like you you're interested in like behind the scenes of the movie as well and I just watched the movie so yeah you didn't give a shit about how they made it or what they did yeah (laughs) and you said that oh you just cut out you switched the thing is is there a movie that you really loved uh and you've you've come back to rewatch it and when you've rewatched it you feel like actually that's not very that doesn't hold up that's not as good as I remember it being Honestly, Frozen 2. Oh, okay, yeah. I watched it for the first time in Poland with when we were on tour with a lot of other people. So I think it was also the experience that made it like so mm-hmm. good. And I just missed out on this because I still haven't seen it. I think you oh. guys went the week before I came and met you guys on the tour we were on. Um, Possibly. But yeah, um, I have not seen yeah, it everyone loved it and so maybe that made me be like oh maybe it was better than I thought it was too <laughs> and yeah. then like a few months later um we were like in a group and they're like oh let's watch a movie and I was like oh we should watch Frozen 2 it's so funny and then we put it on and everyone was like yeah and I was like oh awkward I remembered it to be a little bit more funny yeah it's still good like I love I love Frozen and the songs I love Elsa songs I don't like the other songs but Elsa songs are good in that movie and there are funny scenes but there's a lot of in between when you're like this is mm-hmm. what the main what's the main because the main song in this one so I, I haven't seen it sorry but I've heard the main song and I don't remember it being as big as let it go when the first one came out because I remember at least here in Australia, when the first one came out, like Let It Go was being played on the radio and stuff, like if you're in the car. Um, yeah. But I don't, 
but I don't know if that I don't know if that's different because I wasn't home when the second one came out either. So I guess I wasn't hearing the radio and I wasn't looking for it to listen to it in the first place. But I don't know if it was as big the main song well, from the next one. There were a few. I don't even know what the band is called, but there was this one band that covered "Into the Unknown," made it into like this rock version. Uh, actually, I, yeah, I know this is the one I have heard. Then, so Aaron, now friend um yeah. Aaron Brotherhood it's the Panic at the Disco one is that the one you're talking about yeah yeah you don't even know do you? Just, yeah that's the one no I, I actually yes it is that one yeah uh what movie surprised you the most you went in to see it and you had like no expectation and then you came out super glad you'd seen it I know before you were saying Inside Out because you went and watched it um with your class at school um but is there any other where you've gone in with like couldn't care either way when you went in, but came out really glad and appreciative that you had seen it. Well, actually, Cruella. Yeah. I mean, I I heard a lot of good things about it, and I wanted to see it, but I was kind of like, "What are they like?" One hundred and one Dalmatians was already made into live action. Like, what is this going to be about? Mm-hmm. And then some people had said like, didn't like the dogs because they weren't real dogs. They were like. I don't know what the word is, but they like made them look like a computer. Yeah. And they said that it was super obvious, but then I watched it and I loved the whole storyline in general, like about Cruella's life and the dogs. I didn't even notice. Like for me, they looked real. Maybe it's because I'm almost blind, but you know, they look great to me. Yeah, that's true. Did I don't say because you watched this on the plane too? I don't know if you said, did you watch as soon as the credits started? Did you turn it off? No, I watched, well... You saw the little I, scene in the credits then? Ish, because I already took my headphones out and I was kind of just like... Yeah. There, and then I noticed that there was something else, but I didn't really watch it. Okay. You should pull it up on YouTube because I think you would enjoy it. Wait, or was it the one where she delivers the Dalmatians to yes. Anita? Okay, yes, yes, yes. yeah. I mean... Yeah, or I Roger, Roger. and Yeah, Roger and Anita, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. I thought you would have enjoyed that. Um, What's a movie that you've seen and you really liked it, but just seeing it the once was enough? Like you don't think you'll need to go back and watch that again? Basically every movie I've ever seen. Oh my goodness. I'm not a movie That is so sad. Obviously I have rewatched movies. Like Elf, for example, is a movie that I watch every year at Christmas just because it's so funny. Um, that's like a christmas tradition kind of thing that you do yeah yeah in our family yes um when you're home then for christmas yeah which is basically never but yeah. uh yeah any other movie i prefer just to like watch once again it's like same with the frozen two. you watch it again and you're like oh never mind it wasn't that good and also might as well just watch it once and really like it and that's fine that's it i've watched it i've got it that's it hey sydney let's move on to your third trailer your last trailer before your feature film this is finding nemo hey wait they've come back stop keep going he's crazy i got something to tell you mine okay don't make any sudden moves Hop inside my mouth 
if you want to live. Open your mouth, huh? And how does that make me live? Mine? Because I can take you to your son. Yeah, right. No, I know your son. He's orange. He's got a gimpy fin on one side. That's me! <laughs> I think this is like top three Pixar movies. I think this is so good. This is yep. excellent. And the thing with this movie is so little side story. I My parents are both Canadian, but I grew up in Germany. So I did all my school in German. But I always preferred to watch movies and TV shows in English. Like I hate German movies. And... So this one time my dad came home and he had bought this DVD, Finding Nemo, for us to watch. But for some reason, there was only the option to watch it in German. And I had never watched a Disney movie in German before, but since we had no option, we watched it in German. And it was so funny. And because, I don't know, Is all it, the it's, I think, go on, but I have a question about this because I heard... So you know how the seagulls say mine? In the German one, don't they say die? No. Mine's oh, mine. Maybe mine. Mine's. Yeah, okay. I know what I I'll have to look it up then, but one of some country that dubbed it changed it to die. <laughs> so they're screaming die. I thought it was the German one, but I guess I was wrong. Yes. But yeah, so we watched it in German. I really, really liked the movie. And then some weeks later um we found it in english and we're like oh let's watch it again it was so good and it was i mean it's still funny in english but in german all the fish have different accents so it's so cool because then you can i don't know i don't even know how to put into words but it's so funny they have different accents and just like the humor in german is also a little bit dry and so it's just as a grown-up it's so funny for kids like you don't really understand it but now re-watching it again is so funny yeah i love them <laughs> did your parents like it as well yes yeah yes. um i remember I, this was like i think this was like maybe one of the first times i saw something at the movies more than once i went with like two different groups and i remember the second time going you guys are gonna love this this is this bit coming up is uh <laughs> And then, like, Bruce the shark, when he goes, like, crazy. I was like, oh, saw that coming. It's pussy. He's like, you got scared. I was like, oh, didn't scare me. However, the first time I saw it, I was definitely in the same position where it absolutely terrified me. Yeah, but, it was uh, scary. There's a couple of trivia pieces for this that I thought you might like. The way Pixar makes movies is they go away on, like, writer's retreats. All the writers for Pixar are uh, the same group of people, or they were at the time. And the director of this and writer of Finding Nemo is a guy called Andrew Stanton. 
And he stood up and started his pitch. He's like, look, I've got a story and it's about fish. And he went on this really long-winded like story explaining the entire plot and all the details. And when he finished, uh, the head of Pixar at the time was a guy called John Lasseter. He's like, hey, look, you didn't have to do that. You had us all at fish. They were in from the moment he started talking about it. And I just think that's so crazy and so clever and just like amazing because it is definitely one of as I was saying, like top three, I think Pixar movies. I think it's excellent. What is the address in Sydney? P. Sherman, 42102 Sydney. That's the one. But P. Sherman is a pun, and I didn't realize this until I read it this afternoon. P. Sherman, have you ever heard of words that sound like they start with F, but are spelt with a P? Yeah. If you put P. Sherman, together like if you pronounce that as one word what do you think it is because that's what it is fisherman 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 i just said that i got it I yeah that. how clever is that i did not realize that was the fisherman. <laughs> i didn't that movie has been out since 2003 and i did that reference has gone so far over my head until today i was today years old when i found out that yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, it is a pun for fishermen, which I think is very clever. Uh, and then in continuing in the tradition of Pixar um, planning their movies years ahead, this movie has a scene in the dentist office. I think it's while well, there's a kid screaming in the dentist chair, it cuts to the waiting room to see a little boy sat with his mum and he hears the screaming and he gets freaked out, but he's holding a book and the book he's holding is a comic book for Mr. Incredible, which the next movie was the Incredibles. So they were, yeah, which was quite clever. Oh, and then apparently Luigi, the little yellow car from cars is seen driving behind the pizza planet truck outside the building as well, which is quite clever. I saw that one too. Um, do you want some more questions before we get to your main movie? Absolutely. The answer is yes, because they're happening anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, in the in the biopic of your life called Sydney Lustru, based on the little girl from the um, Whoville in the Grinch, <clears throat> who plays Sydney Strew? Oh, me, obviously. You play you in the movie about Sydney Strew. Do you have a favorite line or a piece of dialogue from the movie that like sticks out and you remember it? Is it a musical or are you just playing the, <laughs> the Jeopardy theme? Is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. Maybe something from Nemo, like fish or friends and not food, or at least in that period of your life where you went vegan. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know. Who is your favorite character from any movie ever? Probably Dory. Yeah. I Dory. I feel like I can identify with her a little bit. Did you ever get to do Dory when we were on the shows? Yeah. You did? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. My best life. Yeah, like she forgets a lot of things, is confused sometimes, and that happens. But she still has a lot of friends that help her. 
get on the right track. Do you, you pro, I, judging by the rest of your answers, I can't imagine you're going to have an answer for this one. But do you have a favorite filmmaker? Like it's a filmmaker, they make a movie and you know about them. And so you're going to go see this movie because they made it, no matter what it is. Not at all. Couldn't even tell you one. Uh, what film has the best ending? Oh my God, I can literally only think about Disney movies and it's a little bit pathetic. Really? <laughs> I don't want to do another Disney answer. Yeah. I am more than this. So just give me a second. Okay. I honestly can't think of any real movie right now. Do you want to move on then to your favorite movie of all time? What is it? The Notebook. before I don't really rewatch movies but this movie is one that I can watch over and over and over again and I'm like happy and sad every time I see it because just like this love story that everyone dreams about like I don't know teenage crush and then you chase each other and they end up together and they die together it's just like everyone strives for that kind of love yeah and it's like the music is nice the actors are amazing the the scenes i don't know honestly i just love everything about it yeah this is a it's a nicholas sparks um novel do you have you watched a lot of those films or read any of those novels of course not of course you haven't (laughs) uh what about not the movies though you haven't watched any of the other movies well, if you name some names, I can tell you, but... I don't know them. I just knew that it was based on a novel. <clears throat> a few of them came out, like a few of the novels came out like when I was um, working at the movies and stuff, but I can't, I couldn't remember. Okay, well, then if you don't know, then I don't feel bad for not knowing either because I feel like I have, but I couldn't tell you. Okay. There's um, a few little bits of this that I didn't realise because I haven't seen this movie shame on you Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling did not get along for the longest time while making this movie and Ryan Gosling tried to have her replaced pretty early on in the movie getting made too which is crazy because they ended up becoming a real life couple together for some time after it was made that's hilarious it is Hmm. and then Ryan Gosling moved to the area where it was made and he spent like two months uh, as a carpenter, like building furniture, because that's what the character does in the movie to learn about doing that. But I thought that was quite cool. But yeah, I haven't seen this movie. And this is one that I expected. You're actually the first person to have used this one and said this one. But this is one that you hear about all the time when people talk about their favorite movies and stuff. And no one had said it yet. 
but I'm glad someone did it. So I might have to check it out now, but I have not yet seen it. Sydney Strew, I have two more things for you. No, that was a rhyme. You probably don't have an answer for this, judging by how the rest of these are going as well. Is there a movie um, that's coming out that you've seen a trailer or something for that you're looking forward to seeing? What's like the next movie you know you want to see? Trailers. It was Corella for the longest time because I never got to see it, and now I've seen it. So there's really no other movie on my list. I used one of your top four movies, and I trolled the internet to find a one-star review of one of your movies. And I copied and pasted that and I printed it out and I'm going to read it to you. And I want you to, I took out all the references of what the movie is, which movie it is. And then I want you to guess what movie it is. And then I need you to defend the movie from this one-star review. But judging by how the rest of this episode has gone, I don't know if this will work. (laughs) The title of this review is what am I missing? Okay, I might be a bit of a film cynic, but that's because the overwhelming majority of wide-release films are really bad. This film is the perfect example of a terrible film that for some reason everyone loves. What is wrong with me? Okay, I'll give it this. It has bright colours, beautiful smooth camera moves, uh, but what else? Memorable characters? Humour? Certainly not. Why, when I ask people who've seen this movie, they all say, oh, it was funny, or oh, it was colourful. Are they playing games with me? Some, uh, Please, someone explain how this film is good. It's two hours long, uh, and it's two hours far too long. It's the lamest story and character development of all time. All the crazy characters are really simple stereotypes that have been done to death a million times before. I don't mind if your kid liked it, Uh, My question is to the parents who claim it's fun for kids and adults. I don't understand. It's the same thing happened with Toy Story and Shrek when I saw these. Uh, Where is these so-called adult jokes? What movie was this? Well, first of all, that guy sounds like an idiot. Everything he said, I'm like... I agree. Probably something wrong with you if you don't think that Shrek... It's what it is. This actually sounds like he's typed in his symptoms into like Google Doctor and genuinely wants to know what's wrong with him based on how the review's written. It's quite something. It's a lot of questions in a review. Yeah. Like Shrek is literally, when I watched it as a kid, I thought it was funny, but I didn't get it. But now when I watch it, it's so funny. Yes. (laughs) Everything. Um, Well, I mean, Obviously, it's going to be Finding Nemo or Inside Out. It is, but which one is it? um, Maybe more Finding Nemo? She got it right. It is. It's Finding Nemo. Very well. Very good. Well, Perfect. More stupid. Just an idiot. I don't know how anyone did enjoy that film. I think that's funny. Yeah, it was terrific. Do you know I can... Apart from seeing that, I can remember seeing the first time I saw it. I can remember the cinema I saw it at. And I can remember the theater at that cinema that I saw it in. Like, I can remember it. That's, and I can remember going in and seeing like the big posters and stuff hanging up from the roof for it and like the big cardboard cutout and stuff. Like, I can remember so much about seeing that. I know it was 2003. 
I was seven. You're seven? Wow. Sydney Strew, that's it. We're done. Thank you so much for coming and doing this. I hope you had some fun. Thank you for having me. That's okay. You're going back on tour in a couple of weeks in the UK. So hopefully some people can come and check you out doing some ice skating. And then they can come up to you. Uh, actually, that, that doesn't work what you're doing there. And you can probably correct them and say, well, I don't know if you know this, but all spins are occurring backwards. So yeah. take I really that. I need to follow up on whoever told you that and then tell me because it's... Yeah. And I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that they told me that all spins are occurring backwards. Where are you um, looking forward to going the most of your upcoming tour? I love the UK. I don't know why, because it's like gray. And You're in London for like Christmas and stuff, right? Yeah. I love awesome. London and Christmas time there is beautiful and our hotel there is so nice. But yeah, honestly, I, I'm excited for every single city in the UK. Yeah, and awesome. I'm excited for everything. I don't even care where we go. I just want to like skate and be with my friends. And I'm so grateful for that opportunity. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bottomless Popcorn. For bonus content, news, and upcoming guests, follow us on Instagram at Bottomless Popcorn Pod. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. If you'd like to contact the show, you can email us at bottomlesspopcornpod at gmail.com. And be sure to leave a review of your own favorite film wherever you listen to podcasts.